I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon podcast hosted by a couple of funny little boys from Melbourne, Australia. My name's Ben Vanell and I'm joined by Adam Knox. How are you going, Adam? I'm going all right. I'll accept boy. Funny's debatable. <laughs> and boy, um, nah, boy. I was going to say yeah. maybe man, but... <laughs> Boy, no longer a boy, not yet a man. We're podcasters. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we had the thing happen this week that we were, uh, you know, we were. I was concerned about. I don't know if you were, but we had the big jump forward in time. We got some new actors on this goddamn show. Oh yeah, now I am a man. I was <laughs> yeah. a boy, and now I'm a. Some of me is a significantly older looking man. Yep. yep. Some of me. Is the same person but a haircut, and, and we and we both have several kids now. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a fair jump. I don't know if we want to do any emails or anything beforehand, but we definitely we had the the jump this week. And yeah. um, let's uh, hey, let's jump into a couple of emails. Yeah, we'll talk about the jump. Um, we got a great one here from uh, Roisin. Roisin emailed in with the subject line Sophie Ellis Bexter. Now, what do you think this email is going to be about, Knox? Um, the Friday night dance party streams that she was doing during the first wave of COVID in April 2020 that I watched four of live and thought, wow, this is uplifting. And if she were to do it tomorrow, I'd be like, stop it. <laughs> and that, that shows how much that pandemic changed my attitude <laughs> towards people having fun on the internet. Uh, yeah, you're... Um your your cynicism jumped forward about 10 years over those two yeah, years. Yeah, it's lost an arm and it's not <laughs> happy about it. Uh, it. No, this well, it is about her, but it is about the fact that... Because uh, we ma- I, I made a very bad dad joke last week about a murder on the dance floor because that's what happened last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but Roisin says, hey, you joked about it, but Sophie Ellis-Bexter was an extra in season eight of Game of Thrones. Whoa. And then, uh, yeah, chucked a, a picture on the email. Uh, it's just like a Reddit post from uh, from the Sophie Ellis Bexter subreddit. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those are two words that does they don't make sense to me in that near of a context to it. Just like timeline wise, that's know. like going, oh, it's a it's a penny farthing app. It doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense. I know it's bizarre, but the fandom has persisted. Uh, and yeah, Sophie Ellis Bexter. You know, I guess she's uh, she was she's was huge in the UK, and I guess she's the kind of person, not quite um, Ed Sheeran level of a speaking role, but she yeah was a back- background artist in uh, in uh, yeah at least one episode in season eight. Huh. Um, so yeah, that was awesome uh, to to find that out from uh, from Roisin, who is from Dublin, Ireland. So she may have also have been an extra in the Game of Thrones. Um, seems like everyone. 
uh, in Ireland was at some point. Oh man, I wish. I uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And t- 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 those those dance party streams were pretty fun. Yeah, nice. There was there was a few of them. There was uh, I think. Hot Dub Time Machine did a few of those, and like, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed those as well. It was the era when like fucking John Krasinski like did those like good news things, and then it turned That's out right. that he like copyrighted that idea, even though some other guy had been doing it beforehand, and now he sold that to a big production company and made a ton of money off of it. Yep. When the yep. original sort of person who was doing those things is getting nothing, so good news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. That was the whole pandemic. The rich got richer and the poor got, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, COVID. I guess. Sophie Alice's <laughs> just stayed Baxter. Um, but we also got a fantastic email that, uh, yeah, we won't read the whole thing uh, or even any of it verbatim because um, it's quite personal. But uh, we got a lovely email from uh, a guy named Tim. Tim also emailed in previously to say that his wife was expecting. And um, we, we pitched some ideas. I believe at one point we... Um, we pitched the names um, DB Weiss and David Benioff, uh, you know, potentially for the for the child, but um, yeah, uh, Tim wrote in and, and let us know that uh, their son was born, Cade. Um, they, so they didn't go with the Game of Thrones name, which is quite disappointing. Could could have spelled it with like two A's or something at least. But, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it was really nice. Um, they they said some very nice things. Tim, Kristen, and yeah, baby Cade um, said some nice things about us, uh, and we're saying some nice things about them. In that we appreciate you as listeners, and we wish you well. Um, yeah, with the health of of baby Cade, that's uh, that's great to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Keep keep. I was going to say keep it up, but that's not <laughs> what you say when someone has a baby. You just, yeah, go, good for you. Well done. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Keep. I guess if you're say a. Uh, you know, you're married to a king. You have to keep it up. You got to keep keep squeezing out them babes. That's the whole thing. Yeah, well, um, it certainly is in this episode. So yeah, this episode, the uh, the title uh, of which is "The Princess and the Queen," episode six of season one. We get a big old time jump forward, and I felt pretty pretty discombobulated. I felt pretty out of it. I don't know what uh, what you felt about this one, Knox. I think that. Yeah, it's weird because like a lot's changed and I don't think any of it is presented confusingly. This episode, by the end of it, you're caught up on sort of what's happened in between for the most part. But Mm. it's a lot of stuff that's happened in between and I would love to have seen a bit more of that. It seems like some interesting stuff has taken place and I do feel uh, a sense of having missed out on it that I didn't get from the other sort of smaller time jumps because it's a big leap. And hmm. uh, a, a a different world that we're coming into now. A yeah, yeah, situation. no, I, I agree. I, I, we had you know a couple of emails or one email at least from someone who already felt this way about the time jumps that they weren't being like they, they they felt it hard to attach to the characters and and become invested uh, as much. And I'm worried that that might happen for me now because I also didn't find it a super engaging episode overall this is probably yeah definitely my least favorite so far um but i yes you're right by the end of it they they provide context and they they do introduce some new dynamics like we get yeah those two sets of uh brothers uh is it just two two of them the uh, there's two sets of brothers on each and then they've each got a third kid the baby and uh, right. there's the sister who loves the the millipedes or the centipedes, oh, whichever I forgot ones it. they yes. were. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. So there's a few kids knocking about, and I actually enjoyed this episode basically as much as all the others, and right, just kind of. I, I I love all the new stuff. I love seeing how these characters have changed, jumping forward and having like mm. Damon and um, Rhaenyra in particular be pretty different from the like, hey, we can take on the world sort of attitude they had before to being like a little bit more defeated and uh, yeah. down. And then Alison going the other way where she's like, fuck you, I'm the queen, fuck off. Mm. I enjoyed seeing that switch, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that as we go through we'll mention yeah. That um, I'd love to know how it happened. Uh, right. One of which being, yeah, that this is... I assumed it was Rhaenyra's first kid that we jumped to her having. Nah, number three. Yeah. And the others are, you know, probably double digits by now. One of them at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon the older ones, yeah, probably like 11, 12. And the younger ones, like, yeah, pushing close to that, maybe. Yeah. But we get um, another hectic birth scene <laughs> with... Uh, I believe one shot that just continues for fucking ages here. Yep. As um, she gives birth to this kid and gets summoned by <laughs> the queen. Yeah. Uh, queen uh, Alicent, who, yeah, like it, knowing that they were going to switch the actors helped a lot for me to realize this was Rhaenyra. Yep. But yep, I yep. didn't necessarily quite figure out what was going on until uh, <laughs> a little bit later on. Because in it's, comes Leno as a new actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's he's really taking the, like, consort bar- part of the king bit, you know? Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm just hanging out, really. Yeah. I'm not, I don't seem too stressed. Um, he, we find out he's not even doing the consorting part, actually. He's just, you know, <laughs> hanging out. Um, not even uh, fathering children, but he, yeah, he just rolls in. And is like, so how, how was it? Pretty good, yeah. yeah thumbs he, up. He's got like the vibe of someone who, like, you ever worked with someone who you don't quite know what their actual job is, and they're always around, but they're always just fucking eating a piece of fruit or just like oh, got their feet yeah. on a desk, and you're like, that's not yeah. even your desk. And I, you'd yeah. never see them do any work, but they keep getting promoted. Oh, 100%. This is that absolute fuckhead. They'll tell a story about a weird date or something and then just walk away and you're like, what do you do here? Yeah. And so he he's coming in being like, oh, did it hurt much? I got stabbed by a spear once, so I assume <laughs> it's kind of right. like that. Just saying every, you know, yeah. dumbass man cliche about yeah. how not to understand childbirth. Yeah. The way to understand childbirth is to accept that I'll never understand it. Right, that's very, very deep. And Thank you. I, I actually, no one can actually get you on that. I'm so much of an ally that I watched some of Sophie Ellis Baxter's streams during the pandemic. So okay, okay, um, this guy is beyond reproach. <laughs> Leno, however, is yeah, uh, seems a bit insensitive. Not uh, in a to- not in a mean way, just in a like he's a dope and he's not paying attention and like he yeah. near has clearly been left to do all of the actual work on our own in this partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, he's probably more intimately familiar with the the workings of the male body, let's say. He's not hanging out with a lot of chicks. And he seems to know what he's doing when it comes to battle stuff. He seems like he's Absolutely. still interested in that. Totally. Um, he loves battling. But he hasn't picked up this the, the political tools necessary to do well here. One of those mm. tools being... Maybe I'll make this pregnant woman give me her baby straight away after it's born so that I yeah. can fucking fuck around with her yeah. brain. And, and like, she 
Rhaenyra immediately seems like, no, I don't trust the queen with my baby. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Hence her um, taking the the huge step of I'll walk up these stairs immediately after childbirth to the queen's chamber holding my baby, which is pretty yeah. fucking cool of her. It's extremely cool. I'd uh, love to hear from some of the the mothers in our audience. Uh, I doubt that that would be physically possible. <laughs> that The whole time I was basically thinking like, this is like someone trying to walk up a, a set of stairs when both their legs have been cut off. Like, I don't know that this is, but she does it. Yeah. And like, I know that I said I don't know anything about childbirth, but I know that if I gave birth to a child, I could 100% do this easily. I could run a Oh, sure. I'd go, I'd go straight back into work the next day. The way I give birth is by doing a, such a fast cartwheel that the baby flings out of me <laughs> into like a pre-prepared basket. Sure. And you keep cartwheeling on down to the office. Yeah, yeah. I just go straight to work and be like, "Can't you're just eating fruit? What do you do here?" <laughs> but yeah, uh, you all have to have the same work ethic as me. A psychopath. You're right. They don't make it seem like this is easy, but also like right, blood of the dragon. I guess she yeah absolutely yeah. pounds her way up there. Has to see her ex on the way in. Oh yeah, Kristen Who's Cole. He's really a, seems to have established himself as, uh, at which you know he was he was chosen by Queen Alicent last episode to be, to be her dude, and he's very much her dude now. Seemingly chosen as well from the way that he talks about uh, Rhaenyra and like, mm. uh, it it seems as though she realized this would be a good guy to put as a barb between her and Rhaenyra, and that. Yeah, it seems to be his only purpose now because he still has that like, <laughs> like shitty attitude that he had on the boat towards it. Later on, he's like, "Gosh, mm. stupid can't fuck her." Yeah. Like, Sir 4chan here is absolutely <laughs> not seem to have gotten <laughs> yes. over it. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's standing outside as they uh, enter this this room where you know Alison does all the like, "Oh my god, you didn't have to come up here." Oh no. Which uh, Rhaenyra gives a very satisfying, like, yeah, I bet you wouldn't have fucking wanted me to come here, too. Mm, mm. By the way, I'm never paraphrasing. <laughs> Every time I ever say something like that, it might sound like that's not what they say in the show, but you just don't remember the show. That is what they said. <laughs> yeah, we have the script up. You're actually watching the episode again as we go through it. You're like, yeah, you're literally quoting it. So that's that's People- what she said. She said, I bet you fucking wouldn't fucking want me to come up here, eh? But it's a really, it's a really common thing, you know, that uh, eyewitness accounts are the least reliable of any sort of, uh, you know, reporting. So, um, where we've got the primary source here, exactly, uh, the primary source of uh, the <laughs> these children, I suppose, <laughs> <laughs> walks in later on one of these children, but uh, sure. the, the king's still alive. Yeah, we've. I've. It's been ten years. We really thought he had like a year or less to to go, but he's still. Um, he's still making it along. I don't know if he ditched the maester and got a new one who actually puts herbal poultices on, but he's clinging on somehow, and he's still the king. Yeah, like someone we, who's we, finished sowing a rice field. We. I thought we were done with Patty, but we're not. He's still no, here. No. Uh, and I, I still think he's probably the best actor on the show. I really love his performance, and it's it is nice that he's still here. Story wise, though, I did think that he would have been dead already. And look, I tell you what, he looks like he is. Maybe this is all just yeah. like gas escaping the body because he's missing an mm. arm, his hair's all scraggly, his skin's all fucked. Like he looks 
like he has this disease that he has, but yep. he's holding on. His teeth are all gone. Mm. Not gone, gone, but they're, you know, they're, the they're colloquial going. gone. They're yep. gone as in like, they're gone. They're cooked. They're they're done for. Yeah, exactly. They're cooked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, he's happy to see another little baby. And yeah. he, right now and for the rest of this, is floating around mm. just absolutely putting the blinkers on and trying to avoid all of this fucked tension that is now in his uh, immediate vicinity. Yeah, he's he seems to be happily led around by the stronger personalities around him, like especially uh, Alison. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if he's out of it or if he's choosing to be, but uh, he's never been good at this stuff. And no. He's, he's certainly not better now that he's uh, half dead. And especially when it comes to his daughter, we've seen him, you know, not want to accept uncomfortable mm. truths. Mm. One of them being that the the guy that he married her to, he ain't the dad. No, he's not the daddy. Um, the daddy be uh, Mr. Strong. Mr. Harwell, Strong's son, I guess. Harwell yeah. Strong, yeah. The, yeah. the one who we hadn't really seen too much of, the kind of the other one. Mm. That being one of the, because we don't quite get into that yet in the episode, but, you know, because Viserys is like, hey, he's got your nose, Lano. And he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty. He doesn't have my hair or my skin tone or yeah. even a mix. Uh, okay, I guess so. I guess he's got my uh, sense of coincidental luck if he has a similar <laughs> nose, because <laughs> yeah. that ain't nothing to do with me but so uh, it's funny because i have the same new nose as uh harwell strong so <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh that they have a little chat that kind of don't get too into it in front of the king here but right. it, it grows and grows this stuff because at first alicent is just sort of making some little jibes that i thought were like i thought were about something else to be honest because she starts right. going like yeah well those kids are savages and we know why that is and i was like oh my god how, oh yeah, how yeah, very yeah. Dare you, Allison? But she means because Harwell Strong is a dumbass, right? I right, assume right, right. we don't or, know or much. Just he's not as noble as you know. He should. Right. The, the kids aren't as of noble blood as they should be, I guess. But we don't really know Harwell yet. We kind of get to know him a little bit during this episode um, <laughs> as yeah. they walk off with like blood trailing behind uh, oh, yeah. Rhaenyra to to see Harwell. Or he's the head of the City Watch now. I believe. Yeah. The gold cloaks, right? He's got a gold cloak. Yeah, and I think he's a top man down at City Watch headquarters. I think so. He's the chief, yeah. He's cooking eggs with the other two boys. They're dragon eggs, so they won't taste very good. They're just... Mm. But they're having those, and he's ready and waiting to meet this new kid who is his. <laughs> yes, his son. We don't get any expansion on how these two started hooking up during this episode. No. We don't get no. any... Real, we get some furtive looks and some little glances that make you start to go, "Oh, okay, I get what's going on here." Yeah, but this was one of the, probably the main thing that I was like, "Well, fucking, what happened in the interim?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because yeah, like the end of the last episode, um, both yeah, Rhaenyra and Lainor were left with their lovers dead. Mm. And it was like, oh, okay, what are you going to do about that? Because it seems like the reason you were happy to get married is because you had this situation worked out between each other. And you're right, yeah. The the next step of that situation being worked out again is something that we totally missed out on. It yeah. does seem like Leonor's just kind of been, you know, hooking up. But 
clearly Rhaenyra, yeah, has has a dude who's doing doing the royal duty for her and and giving her these kids. Yeah, the the I don't know what position they're doing. It could be the royal duty. It could be any of them because they've done it at yep. least three times. It seems like um a little bit more reckless than even Rhaenyra acted previously mm. to have not only one but three children all with Harwell. You'd have thought that these right. two would have realised, hey, at least this bit we should probably see to it that it happens a bit. Maybe yeah. there's something going on with um, with Lano's, uh, what's the matter, spoof, I believe <laughs> yes. is the correct uh, way. Premium, wait, no, what did we say before? His primary source. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's maybe a little bit secondary or if they've just not done it. But yeah, th- these two, Harwell and Rhaenyra, have been hooking up for long enough that they've got around an 11, 12-year-old out of it mm. and then two further kids. These two must be fully together. Right, right. And we barely see more than a, than a, than a shared glance between them. So it's just... A, a, a strange jump that makes sense and it's acted well and it's right. like it, it's not confusing it's just it, it does feel like we've missed that bit in a way that I was like oh man I would have loved to have gotten a bit of that yeah and for it being yeah uh, a decades long thi- or a decade long thing uh, for it to reach a crescendo in terms of the rumors and stuff now right when there's already been two kids it's like well that's I mean that's the way the story is being told and it is the way that makes sense for us as a viewer, but also, yeah, when you think about it for a second, you're a bit like, oh, has this, how many times has this come up? Surely at least twice before. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's similar to what kind of happened with like Joffrey and stuff in, in Game of Thrones, where until it started yes, being that the kids are a little older and I guess getting out there a bit more and standing right. next to their blonde haired brothers. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Before people, like, they've probably been talking for a while, but it's getting more and more. Relevant, I suppose. That's true. As one of those brothers approaches the age where they could, you know, be a prince, yeah. and they definitely look much more like a Targaryen prince than the other ones. Um, yeah, that, you're right. That is probably why. Yeah, because the king's death is getting closer and closer. He's not got that many more limbs to go. Yeah. And uh, now, here's here's where the proper nouns are going to come in. <laughs> okay. Oldest of... Viserys and Alicent's kids. Right. The guy jacking off into the wind. That is Aegon, the That's boy, Aegon. the baby boy that we saw be, be born uh, Yeah, in the previous episodes. Cool. Okay, so Aegon is... Yes. And then there's uh, Aemond. Yes. Is the younger bullied boy. Correct. And then there's a couple of kids. Jace, Jaceris. Right. I didn't get their names, so yeah. Jaceris is the older of uh, of uh, Rhaenyra's kids, and then yeah. the other one, good fucking luck. But then they've got another <laughs> another one. Yes, yes, yes. And I think when we cross oh, yeah. the ocean, we didn't say, but the baby's named Joffrey. Th- yes, this little baby um, thingo comes in. Lano comes in. And he's immediately like Joffrey, my dead boyfriend from uh, more yeah. than a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I've waited till the third child to name uh, to name it that. Yeah. yeah. I guess you've yeah. lost that argument twice and just came in and <laughs> yeah. threw it out this time. But yeah, fuck. good for you, man. God. <laughs> don't don't. I reckon don't give a kid a cursed name like that. Right. I I agree. 
but I'm going to find out what those are. The other the other kids are called. There's just that middle kid, and then there's that uh, the the girl with the bugs. Uh, I don't remember her name because over the other side of the ocean is the one I was thinking of, where Lena has had a kid called uh, Balin, which sounded yes. like it was the the female version of Baylor. Yep, Baylor actually, I think. Baylor. There's, yeah, there's yeah, two yeah. other kids we haven't gotten. Baylor, yep. you got me on my. So we got a bunch of new kids. We got heaps of fucking kids. And we're meeting the, you know, older ones of them as a um, little egg on. No. <sighs> I had it before. <laughs> One of them is watching his new dragon, Jurassic Park, a goat, and like cook it up in front of him. He's learning some Valyrian. He's learning how to control a dragon. They yep. aren't particularly descriptive of how this works, but clearly... Everyone gets an egg, maybe, or you've got to find an egg, and then sometimes it yes. hatches, and sometimes your dragon will like you. So not all of these kids have dragons. No. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Jacaris? Jacaris, yeah. Jacaris is one of them. that's it. Jacaris. Lucerus is the other one. Lucerus, okay. I don't know which one's the older or the younger, but, yeah, these two... These two sorry, Jacaris is the oldest. Luke, Lucerus, or Jason Luke... They uh, do go. I remember Luke. Now that you say it, so yeah, Jacer yeah. and Jacerus was the name of the good king, right? The the one who started the peace. I believe he was called that. Maybe. <laughs> like back back ages ago. No, nah, like the one who um Viserys is kind. Of, he was Jaharis actually. He was Jaharis. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. my heart. <laughs> I give yourself slightly different names. I know. <laughs> this fit. Just a nightmare. Like trying to name European car models. I don't. <laughs> I can't do it. They're all fucking so, Volvos and Peugeots and whatever. Who cares? Renos, it's a beetle. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, Rhaenerys' sons are Jace, Luke, and Joffrey. Okay. that's we'll re- Remember the simplified versions. Jace, Luke, and, and Joffrey, they're hanging yeah. out. Not Well, not Joffrey. He's a baby. but He's a baby. He's hanging out somewhere. They're all kind of messing around in this dragon pit, not taking things yes. seriously. These are quite young kids who none of them clearly have had to have any responsibility in their lives. They're very right, much right, being right. children here. Apart yep. from Aemond, who uh, is getting bullied, has a more world-weary look to his face and then gets yeah. further bullied in this thing by them bringing up a, a new dragon, they tell him, from the pit mm. and they've gotten themselves uh, an enormous pig and put wings <laughs> on it and somehow been able to store that in a dragon pit for a yeah, while yeah. when a, a simple goat got torched within moments but a complicated mm. pig, it'd be roasted on the spit. So I don't know this, who did that. This is the least believable thing of the whole show. It's an impressive fucking prank, honestly. They've pulled it off amazingly. <laughs> it's not bad. It's super mean though. Like oh. obviously for for them being like young boys, the dragon thing is obviously like representative of a lot of things, especially max- masculinity and right. you know maturing and stuff. And uh, yeah, poor Aemond, who yeah gets bullied around um, anyway, gets this the fucking pig prank pulled on him. Yeah, and it's brutal, and he's he's real sad. And little fucking um, can't face. God, where's it going? <laughs> I don't know where these words go. I can say them a minute ago and then... Aegon? E- Aegon. <laughs> it would have helped yes. if Aemond was named Aegon because he has egg on his face after this. But Aegon is the one who's pulled off this great prank that I respect. 
Well, you, <laughs> you can remember his name because he's basically like manipulating those two young. He's egging them on. He's egging them on. Very well. Okay, that does help genuinely. Because <laughs> yeah, then later yeah. on, when his mum comes off and gives him a complex about masturbation later on, <laughs> oh, he God. immediately lies about them uh, setting it all up. And you can tell he's yes. a little fucking shit already. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well. Well characterized by this actor. <laughs> Um, I didn't. Mm. I li- I really like the new Rhaenyra, Emma Darcy, Emma Darcy. Right. Uh, and I like I like the kids so far. Not as much of a fan of the new Alicent, and she kind of basically looks the same age. So I don't know why they made the change personally. But um, yeah, I do like Aegon. He's he's uh, got across the shitty little character. Real, right. Like super, super fast. All, all the kids are doing a great job. Um, mm. Yeah, including the ones who we who you know we've left behind as they've aged uh, and now. But I, I like both of the new actors who they've gotten to replace him and and the new. Okay. Um, we didn't really spend enough time with Leno as the kid version for me to like miss that actor. Yeah. Now that we've yeah. got the new one, and same with Lena. Like though yep. they didn't do too much, but yep. um, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We yes. meet Bug Child. Yes, that is Helena. Helena. Okay, yes. so my chemical romance girl named Helena is obsessed with bugs. I can remember <laughs> yes. that. That makes a complete sense to me. Yes. And that means that she's the coolest one out of them. Absolutely. She's going to grow up to be a comedian probably. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, And, yeah, Alicent is giving her some extremely uh, concerned looks of a mother who does not understand that, dude, your kid will be fine. They just like bugs. Right. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's she's painted as the kind of weird child who knows a bunch mm. of millipede facts. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Alicent is seen kind of mothering these kids, I guess, is that we get our introduction to being a mother, which is like concern, genuine concern, but also there's a sense of like, well, you're a lost cause over, yeah. um, over uh, Helena. Mm-hmm. Amond, she's like, who fucking bullied you? What did they do? Fuck them. You should stick up for yourself, though. But then she pulls him in for a hug, and she's a little, a, a bit doting on him. Whereas the king later on is like, well, what? He should have stood up for him. I don't know. Right, right. He he fell for the idea that they'd have a dragon for him. All of a sudden, our kid's dumb as hell. That's that is true. But also, like, he's a kid, and he's a kid. That's what she around. says for sure. Yeah. Uh, they they both you know neither of them are necess- necessarily wrong or right or right I yeah. don't know it's complicated being a parent I'm never going to do it but this is where she starts to bring up uh, a little bit more of the like yeah well he was being bullied and I think maybe the reason that that Viserys is a bit like okay well he should have you know punched him back or whatever mm. is because he's seeing it as his extended family all interacting. Where Alicent then goes like, yeah, well, they're not even fucking our goddamn right. family fully. Like, right. We're, we've been at war for 10 years. I remember I changed my dress to green. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. She's seeing them as warring factions and he's like, hey, they're my, you know, they're all my little boys. And she's accepted that uh, their father is not from old Valyria. Yes. Because he's uh, Harry or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Strong. Mr. Strong, yeah. She brings it up a bit here and he's like, oh, look, I once had a green horse and a blue horse and then a crazy purple horse came out. Yeah. Life's pretty weird. And she's like, how do you know that 
the brown horse and the green horse and the blue horse all didn't yeah. go off and find did, a yellow horse. Did you see it go in? Is basically what she said. Yeah. It's if you that, don't that see is them, what fuck. she said verbatim. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we see a bit of his sort of unwillingness. Denial. <laughs> yeah, denial is, I guess, what it is because yeah, he hasn't lost his mind. He's smart about a bunch of other stuff. He's not like at that point in his uh, right. deterioration. He's just putting the blinders back on as he did with his daughter. Yes, and Alicent is furious about this. She's gotten a little bit of whatever that fire that they said they lit on the the green fire is like. In her now. She's quicker. She's angrier. She's mm. taking less shit. She's sticking up for herself. She's speaking on behalf of the king a bunch. Yes. Yes. And yeah. clearly has uh, staked her claim in these last few years to be in uh, the, the, the person not to take any shit. Uh, yeah. Says as much to Kristen, who tells her that, that Rhaenyra is a cunt. And then she's like, hey, fuck off. Yeah. Don't you? You got to be as you got to rise above it, brother. Yeah. You know, he you're all about it. honor. That's not honorable. Don't. He's, I'll tell you, say he's, a different word. He's on a message board. I'll tell you that much. That's what his honor oh. is. He's, he has been radicalized into being an incel. Oh, I guess he probably always wanted to be one, and then it, that like that dalliance with Rhaenerys was like broke his honor. Yeah. Well, that's the irony. You can't deliberately be an incel, or you're just a cell. That's true. You've got to That's get that true. in. No, you can be a vol cell. <laughs> I guess That's so. That's a real term. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. That's probably what he is. Is that just not just a monk? Yeah, I guess so. Well, no, but a mo- <laughs> you wouldn't you'd not call a monk a vol cell. You'd say they've taken a vow of chastity. I'm going to call them vol cells now that I've learned about it. 100%. I think, there's, I think the attitude's slightly different. Now, nah, whatever. What are they going to do? Talk back? No. <laughs> They're quiet. Yeah, that's true. I don't understand yeah. the first thing about religion. <laughs> They'll turn the other cheek like a bunch of losers. Speaking of cheeks, um, we've got a pair of them out in the wind here as uh, Egon, like does the same thing that like Homelander from The Boys does at the end of like the second <laughs> series and is just yeah, jacking off yeah. on top of a building looking over his city. Yeah, fuck, that's a great comparison. Um, yeah. Tell you what. It- there's not that many comparisons I could make to it, to be fair. <laughs> uh, that time I went to the Eiffel Tower. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, Aegon's being uh, yeah a uh, narcissistic, uh, thoughtless dickhead and uh, jerking off out the old window. Just a, just a kid who doesn't have any rules or anything. And I think his mum is like, she is trying to get him to be serious and clearly has for a while, but she really tries to drill into him here at this perfect time. Hey, yep. listen, the second that she becomes a queen, cause she's like, you've got to worry about this. And he's like, why? I just won't challenge a throne. I don't give a shit about any of this. Right. Right. And she's trying to make him understand that the second that Rhaenyra becomes queen, he's dead. Yeah. Which is probably true. I don't know. I mean, we don't know that. We've not heard that um, be expressed by anyone in Rhaenyra's camp, right? Of like going yeah. full, full apocalyptic on uh, on that branch of the family. That is true. I don't think that they um, are planning it, but I think she's right that people won't accept it because we've seen that out on the streets of people, you know, mocking the queen yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So once it sort of happened and that transition had taken place, unless I suppose you could get egg on to, you know, stand naked on top of a building and be like, I don't want it. Now watch this. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I think they would end up having to fight. So yes, the, she the, is being the forces um, of of you know of history uh, will act on them, and it'll just be like, well, it's going to happen. So yeah, you know, yeah. So you're right. She is being maybe uh, anxious about something that isn't a certainty, but it certainly I don't think is out. It's not the craziest thing that would have ever happened in that place. No, 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 for sure. One of the craziest things that any of the people over on um, the other side of the co- the the water have seen is a couple of mm-hmm. bloody dragons doing an air show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they really are doing some nice flips and spirals and barrel rolls. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. Pretty cool. Hot dogs were like eight dollars here yeah. at the air show, but I ate one yeah. anyway because it seemed like the thing I got to sit in a Spitfire. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a dragon. That's a type of dragon. Well, the, sorry, the dragon spat fire while I sat yeah. there. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's a pretty cool air show that I don't think they managed to. Uh, sync up the real person and CGI elements with particularly yes. well, unfortunately. Yeah, but, oh yep. well. I did. Agree, I do agree with that. It was a bit, yeah, we had a few like green screen moments in the, towards the end of Game of Thrones as well that were a bit yeah. like, okay, yeah, you, that's, you've done, you've done, you've tried to do some chroma key lighting stuff there where you've, t- but it's not quite. The drag, just like the eye lines of the dragons flying overhead, I guess like the dragons couldn't be there on the same day as the extras or something, so they had to add yeah, them in afterwards in post scheduling stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, they they would do they were popping up in Lord of the Rings or something on that day. Yeah, maybe. Damon is popping up. Yeah, for some reason over in um, I forget the name of the city, but it's one of the ones over on the eastern continent, I believe. The, is the uh, case. This is Pentos. This is Pentos. Yes. Uh, this is what you do when you're fucking mad about your writing. This is a pentos. Yeah. Uh, a frustrated one because for whatever reason, Damon and Lena are now married. Yes. Damon has had all the wind taken out of his sails in the interim here. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking, he's over it. He's over it. It's changed a bunch. Mm. I do, we we don't really get what the story is from like because last we saw Damon, he was set to go up to um the 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 place where his wife had been murdered by him and take uh, it over. Ru- yes, Runestone. Yeah, Rune you're right. Stone, that's the one. Yeah, he was just about to go do that. He was back in the city, even though the king didn't want him there. So clearly, he'd pushed that line enough that he was able to step back over it. Mm-hmm. He seemed as though he was poised to strike. Yeah, yes. And yeah. I suppose, you know, not to make fun of him, not to bring a pig with wings to the table, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. similar to his penis, <laughs> <laughs> everything's gone a little bit downhill. Yeah. He's yeah. just sort of given up a bit. Nothing wrong with it. We can wait and try again later is what Lena is saying in, the start, in most of this episode. And clearly they've tried a few times. And succeeded. Yeah. Because he's over but, in Pentos being useful to these people with his dragons. They're offering him some lands and a lordship. They got a couple yeah. of kids there. They're like, all right, we can just live here and take this bit of a fee to be, you know, dragon mercenaries for these guys. Basically, yeah. Yeah, to be like they're nobles and they'll get always get treated nicely there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Damon is, has, yeah, clearly opted out of the whole succession thing and... I guess he didn't gather the power necessary to like fully take on the crown and like yeah that's fair enough you probably wouldn't have won honestly yeah um, and it seems like maybe he's had to sort of make a break for it or something 
being, yeah, you know, true. over the water. He's on the other side of the step, step zones. I had a look at the map. I've forgotten the place right. names as is, but it goes Dawn, Step Stones, and then here where they are. So the Step Stones right. are some little islands in between Dawn and the Eastern Continent. It makes sense sure, why they sure, would sure. have some mooring over them. Yep. And we're getting some chatter in the background of this episode of like yes. the Martells and the people in Dawn maybe being a little bit like, maybe we should go fuck some shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But um, yeah, in the meantime, it's uh, Lena, who f- for some reason is now married to Damon and pregnant with his third child, mm. having a chat in front of some very two-dimensional books on a, uh, <laughs> on a yes. printed out shelf behind them. <laughs> kind of her trying to go like, come on. We should go back over and fucking take what's ours and go yeah. fuck some shit up. We're, we're, you know, old Valeria. We should go do some At shit. At least get amongst it, right? Like, you know, sure, we're getting treated nicely here, but back there, we can hang out at King's Landing and be like the royals that we are. And, right. and yeah, like, you're not going to do anything over here. Um, you're out of the action. You got to, you know, let's get amongst it is basically her vibe. And like, I don't know if she says it here or later on, but like, if not there, let's go back to my hometown, you know, where I'm from and all my family is. Yeah. Like, Let me have you know, my baby there. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's off it. Doesn't want to yeah. do it. Maybe he'd have agreed if she'd have butted him up with a nice gift. Mm. And I can't think of a nicer gift. Well, I can, but I can't think of a nicer <laughs> gift in the price range. <laughs> Than the uh, good stuff that they sell at Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped is sponsoring this and every episode this season. Thank you very much for their support, Manscaped. But if you want to support your loved one by giving them a beautiful ball trimmer or an ear and nose hair trimmer or some shampoo or body wash, you can go to manscaped.com and look at all of their fine, fine products. Um, it's coming up to gift-giving season. I know, you know, like in the north... Uh, of America, uh, they have Thanksgiving. Canada has Canadian Thanksgiving as well. Did you know that? Um, I think I did, but it wasn't front of mind. Okay. When All you right. said I'm- it, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And then my brain was like, "Yeah, you did, idiot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always thinking about Canadian Thanksgiving. It's on a different date to American Thanksgiving. That makes sense. I tell you what, the difference yeah. is Canadian. Mm. That'd oh. be why. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, there's uh, but, a, a ton of yeah, opportunities the, to give presents over the next few few months. That's a right. A quarter of Maybe. the population must have their birthdays. I was going to say, there's going to be a lot of birthdays coming up. Hey, there might be, uh, you know, you might uh, get a promotion at work and want to celebrate by buying a new uh, electric uh, body shaver. Sure, then come to work the next day talking about how you got that for your promotion. Be like, fucking what promotion? Why? You sit around eating fruit, wearing a suit all day. I don't get what you do. Are you a fruit taster? I don't understand it. We do work at SPC, so that actually makes a bit more sense. You Uh. could be a fruit taster. Maybe, but even then, I, I wouldn't have thought you'd wear a suit to work. <laughs> if you, if <laughs> no, you tasted fruit all day, bring a bib. Hey, dress for the job you want. He- head of the fruit tasters. <laughs> Fancy fruit taster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's uh, but a yeah. ton of good stuff they sell, though, Manscaped. Absolutely. If, uh, if you or your partner gets a nice promotion or has a birthday coming up, Thanksgiving, a, I don't know when the... Because we had Father's Day, but we, we know now that that is uh, different times, different days in different hemispheres. It seems like Father's Day's every other fucking week, the amount of times it comes around, and you're like, really? It's again? Yeah. 
Um, but so many occasions that you could buy your loved one something from Manscaped. Uh, we really do endorse their products. We've been using their uh, lawnmower product for a couple of years now, I think. Uh, fantastic electric razor. I always uh, trim my nose hairs prior to an important occasion, and I use the Weed Whacker to do it. So if you want to own one of their products or give them as a gift, head to manscaped.com and use the code ARIA, that is A-R-Y-A, for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, something that, yeah, I recommend getting anyway, but fuck, if you can get 20% off and free shipping, you'd have to be a complete joke <laughs> not to do it. <laughs> uh, alternatively, maybe you could get sword lessons for the important person in your mm. life, which is um, what's being given to all of the uh, the Targaryen kids, the yes. allegedly Targaryen kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Cole is like seems to be the um, lesson, the main lesson guy. But uh, <laughs> yep. Harwell Strong is also there with uh, mm-hmm. the king and um, Lionel having a look That's over right. them. That's right. And it is nice. The king's like, look at that! All my fucking, all my kids and my grandkids all messing about with swords. This yeah. is what being a leper king is all about. <laughs> it is funny that he's sitting there watching. It's like. They just like they're doing school essentially. He's like, yeah. nah, I, would, I want to have a watch. Hey, look, they 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 they're doing okay at the sword fighting. I think I could go out there and watch watching the kids throw the pig skin around. Oh, that or pig is, from before. Yeah, they've skinned yeah. it yep. because of its insult to the future <laughs> prince or to the, yeah, I guess the prince. Yeah, yeah. But as is often the case, shit starts getting real, and. Uh, Kristen Cole and Harwell Strong end up kind of having this like proxy war with yes. the kids as they yes. uh, sort of split them up and make things a bit too serious between the two eldest. Because, yes. uh, gets- yeah, old, old Strong or young Strong is like, you're not training yeah. my children. <laughs> You're right. You're, you're just ignoring them, kind of. Like, why are Aegon and Aemon getting all the training? He's certainly favouring the kids that are not Rhaenyra's kids, almost as though he holds a stupid petty grudge for way too long. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's he is doing it. Harwell notices, kind of takes over a little bit. They have this proxy war. The kids end up fighting a bit mm-hmm. too intensely and Harwell uh, rips Aegon off in a way that Kristen Cole kind of notes. It's like, damn, you jumped in there. Like that kid was like, I don't know, your cousin or your brother or maybe uh, your son. Your bastard son. Your bastard baby boy. (laughs) And Kristen gets a little taste of his own medicine from 10 years ago and gets his face walloped in. He gets it right walloped in. Um, And, yeah, everyone, everyone sees it. Everyone knows. Yeah. Um. Lionel, his dad there, is like, oh, you've really ruined our reputation here. If there's one point that this show seems to be making, it's that knocking someone to the ground and beating their face in is a bad idea. And you know what? I'm sick of shows being political. (laughs) (laughs) Me? I don't. I'm a centrist, you know? I can (laughs) go. If if they deserve it, I think think go for it. And certainly Kristen Cole deserved it, but he... uh, how Harwin? Are you getting Harwell in the subtitles, or I'm reading Harwin in the in this recap? Am I seeing Harwell? I might have just remembered Harwell from <coughs> imagining it. I don't know. I'm ha- ha- Harboy. It is Harry. It's Harry either way. Right. 
Um, uh, yeah, he he crosses the line. He he should know better. He's basically proved every every rumor correct. And yeah. uh, as often happens with the guys who are passionate and trying to be uh, good, they get exposed, and you know they're bad at the game. And so Harwin kind of calls for, or the, someone comes and tells the Queen, hey, there's been an incident, and she goes up to Harwin's room, but uh, there's a conversation there between him and his dad that yes. she sticks her back to the wall and overhears. Yep. And uh, it's his dad fucking chewing him out for like, I know that you had these kids, but fucking keep quiet about it. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Can't yeah. you and your brother find a middle ground between psychopath manipulator <laughs> and yeah. dumb good boy. Yeah, fuck. That poor dad. <laughs> I know. Because we haven't, I guess, gotten boys. too much of an insight into what Lionel's character is like. But from this episode, it seems as though he's a decent guy. I think so. I, I think that we always kind of suspected his motivations when he was giving counsel in the previous episodes. But honestly, all of it was like really rational mm. and not self-serving at all. And I, I think that that is his character. He's a rational guy who seems pretty selfless. And his move a bit later on of like, all right, well, I got to I gotta leave because mm. I've been compromised. Seems like, damn, okay. That doesn't yeah. even help your son or anybody this right. is just, you're literally doing this because you think it's the right thing to do honor-wise. Mm. Mm. Yeah, totally. So, good for you, I guess. Yeah. Hey, people who stick too strictly to honor, they're always cool. They're always great, and they don't weirdly become resentful. No, someone else who's also super cool is uh, Rhaenyra's husband who comes home uh. while she's talking about how painful everything is post-birth. He comes yeah. home singing the jauntiest fucking song you've ever heard <laughs> with one of his fuck boys. Well, yeah, Carlos, I think his name was. Yeah, I love. There's yeah. a there's a line here that Rhaenyra says where it's like you've set, you've drank the nicest wine, you've eaten the greatest food, you've fucked the horniest boys, <laughs> and you. St- I can't remember her exact words, but no, that's it. I'm again the direct quote. That is a direct quote. Yeah. But they have like a, a little argument here where mm. she doesn't seem like too pissed off at him or anything. She doesn't seem to be. It seems like this is normal behavior for him and she takes right. it in stride. But she's like, listen, fucking you got to get serious because shit's going down here. Yeah. And tells him like, you've got to stay here and be seen with me while everyone's questioning whether or not you're our children's father. 100%. Yes. Yeah, the storm. The storm is gathering, and he's like, well, if you're a sailor, you just sail away from the storm. Yeah. And she's like, no, that's cowardly. you got to stay here while the storm rages and be strong. You're telling me that's... You fucking tell Enya that that's cowardly. <laughs> Sailing away is all that she wanted to do. <laughs> well, she should have bloody... Nut it up. <laughs> All right, well... I- well, shut it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she he, he keeps saying that, basically. She's like, All right, I command you. Yeah. This is embarrassing for both of us, but I yeah. command you as your te- technically superior officer. You've got yep. to fucking hang around and be a good dude, please. Yep. Yep. Um, um, and that's like... I guess they can have that sort of relationship, like... She is his boss, and it's it doesn't it's not complicated by 
them being in love with each other. No, it seems like it's gone fine, honestly, because yes. like even that conversation, yeah. he doesn't seem that pissed off and they don't really have a big blow up. She's no. just like, I don't think you quite understand how seriously people are taking these these whispers now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so over the back over the other side of the sea. Um, so yeah, there's these two kids that, that, that Damon and Lena have. One of them has a dragon yes. already and uh, yes. is clearly Damon's favourite. He was teaching her High Valyrian before. That's right. And the other one is the other one. And uh, it's getting chatted to by Lena being like, hey, look, you know, we've, we don't like it here, but, but you'll be allowed to live here. She's asking like, well, they let me stay here. They don't give a shit about us. They give a shit about the dragons. That's right. Um, and I think she, she tells, gives us some advice, tells her like, you've got a harder road, but you can find a dragon. It's not impossible. Dragons come later in life. I was 15 before my dragon mm-hmm. turned up mm-hmm. and your father would tell you the same. And she's like, no, he wouldn't. He ignores me. Yeah. Oh, imagine thinking that. Yeah. That's what brutal. a dream. So- <laughs> Better than criticism. Uh, <laughs> they're twins. Apparently these two, like one of them is older. Right. Um, and I, th- I think it is Baylor. Who's the eldest and is the one that you're talking about. Um, but yeah, apparently they're twins. I was wondering if they were more twins, but I thought that the one show wouldn't have two sets of twins. <laughs> and we already yeah, had fuck. the Lannister twins. Yes. Yep. But you know what? I'm all for it. All twins, all the time. Make every <laughs> every character twins. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Give some I mean, of them off-screen twins if you need to. There's fewer faces to remember, mm. but more names, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, Lena comes up and tries to, Give Damon the like, can we fucking go home, please, again? And he yeah. clearly has a part of him that wants to and knows it's the right thing to do because he's like, he says that he misses the wine and I think right. clearly preferred it back home. Yes. But it's so defeated by whatever's caused him to run away that he, you know, will not do it. He wants to stay here. He doesn't give yeah. a shit about this idea of going home and he's happy to just die a sad man here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he. I guess that we didn't really, you know, pick up on it until like last week. But he has this thing about him of 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 impotence, like overall, that mm. he feels he feels driven by this like hunger for for greatness and for glory and for battle and you know. But sometimes he can't perform, and it's caused him to be anxious. I guess. And yeah, yeah. I would love to know why they're there, and I'm sure right. it is in the story. Um, and it'll probably it hasn't been you know um, explicated yet, but we'll find out what it is. I'm sure. But he's yeah he he won't even go to Driftmark, which is like the you know the place he's married into. So exactly, I, I, I don't know. And there can't be much danger for him there. You'd imagine that because they don't mention yeah. it at any point of like oh we can dodge the people who are coming to kill it. Doesn't seem like yeah. that's part of it. Um. So yeah, she he's tells out of him. The- He's out of this succession. Even if they went to King's Landing, it's like he's not a threat. Their kids aren't a threat. No, it's the, it's the you know the the fight is between Alicent and Rhaenyra and their children. Right, exactly. And he he still has this like obsession with the the old kings and stuff. She tells him like you're just going to sit here and read about these people who you're still mulling right. over, but and clearly want to be, but aren't going to yes. do it. 
and he does seem to like her more than his previous wife seems. Oh, he yeah, hasn't yeah. thrown a rock at her head yet, but like also don't doesn't. Know why, she's don't like. Know why, huh? Uh, don't know why he's ignoring that one kid because, yeah, it does seem overall like a f- relatively happy family. Well, yeah, she says, the, uh, Lena says, like, I know you don't like love me, but I've made my peace with that. It's fine. Right, um, right. But yeah, they seem comfortable, but comfortable doesn't seem to be enough for Lena. She yes. tells him that this ain't the man I married. Yes. Uh, it's got to be home. exciting. Yeah, come on. It's got to be more something. than air shows. <laughs> you got to date your wife. Yeah, you got to date your wife. Now, back home at uh, King's Landing, we've got like a, a ton more people on uh, the council here. By a ton, I mean, th- I guess there have been three changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicent is there now. Yes. Very much participating. Uh, I guess Jason Lannister had already already been put on there by the time we left. The maester's been replaced. There's a new maester, and the new one I think is the guy who was the second guy who'd suggested what other whatever other bomb. I think so. Yeah, been upgraded, and then there's some other dude down the bottom who I don't have Mm -hmm. any idea who he was, but he like says one thing, and I don't, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. (laughs) I'm sure it won't come up again. Yeah, no, it won't. No. But uh, yeah, the the main thing is that Alicent is like speaking for the king, and no one's batting an eyelid. Really piping up, really putting her stuff forward, really driving things at the table mm. here, and everyone's treating it like that's what's been happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She has uh, made a push to be uh, a, a, an influence here over the last however many years. Yeah. They have a bit of a chat about like, oh, there's some stuff going on back in the Stepstones again, and Viserys is like, fucking fuck that place. I'm so yeah. sick of talking about that fucking place. And um, wrap things up until uh, Rhaenyra decides to put forward the idea to Alicent of like, hey, how about my daughter marries your son? We call this all quits. I'll give you an egg. Yep. Happy birthday. Let's all be friends. Yeah. And uh, Alicent doesn't seem into the idea. She's like, hey, cool offer. We'll think about it. And mm. by the way, your tits are spurting milk <laughs> out into your dress. Embarrassing for you. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe it. Yeah. Really, um, <laughs> really makes her feel small here, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because also, like, I think Rhaenyra had brought up in just chatting about the Stepstone stuff, like a pretty good point as well that gets shut down. Like, Renera was like, you know, oh, we should have built bases there. You know, the reason that anyone is able to advance on the Stepstones is because we didn't protect it after Damon, you know, you know, won the battle. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, okay, shut up now. Me- and that's, yeah, meeting's over. Right. Shut up, shut up. So she's, yeah, she's getting treated kind of, um, uh, yeah, dismissively by pretty much everyone. Totally. Um, but because of, yeah, like you said, Alison's influence over the king is but kind of stretching everywhere. Rhaenyra is the next in line still. Yeah. And the queen wouldn't even be on most councils. No. So, like, no. I think the queen is standing in for, uh, in some ways, the the ascension of um, Thingo, Wanker Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it seems as though the people around... Rhaenyra have accepted that that's going to be the direction thing goes as well. Things right, go. right, right, right. Yes. It all it all seems like it's not going well for Rhaenyra and her hopes of becoming queen. Yeah. Which she, you know, 
acts upon later on. Because, uh, yeah, Viserys and Alicent kind of um, go back to their <laughs> increasingly small bedroom as it becomes overtaken <laughs> by this enormous model of the city that yep. hasn't grown a ton for it being 10 years, but has grown. Yeah, yeah. And she's, you know, chucking a blanket on his lap that he says he doesn't need and mm-hmm. refusing callers that he wants to see. She's, yeah. It's not like as a power play, but she's just constantly like, you're, you're bullshit and I'm, I'm, I'm the mouth here. Exactly, that's it. It's like making him feel like he is deteriorating right. more than he is. Like, you can't, maybe, you don't know how to make decisions. Leave it to me, sweetheart. I, I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty That was pretty stark. Come on, um, your your legs are too cold for you to be king. I'll do <laughs> yeah. Um, but that cold. Yeah, but he, Viserys is like, but I love this proposal. How good is it from Rhaenyra? Yeah. And she's like, it's fucking stupid. And then they order the the, the model maker guy out, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. It's really fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, and I think kind of mentions the bastard stuff again when um, yeah. here comes Lionel Strong. Yep. To quit, which the king doesn't let him. No, and I mean, I think it's a, I think it's good from Viserys because it's like, fuck, if this guy is that honest, I don't I don't want him to quit. Come on, right. stick around, mate. And all this stuff is just rumor and innuendo. There's no like, you know, nothing's happening. No one's getting punished. Just you know, hang tight, brother. And I think he can see because it's kind of the opposite of what Otto did, where. Mm. Otto comes to tell the king, hey, this your daughter's fucked up. Um, we better act on it. And he kicks Otto out in favor of his daughter. And yeah. then here comes Lionel being like, hey, here's this thing. I'm not going to lay it out too thick, but something mm. about your daughter, I think I'd better leave. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like it's exactly the opposite thing of what Otto did, which I yep. think, you know, gives him cause to 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 keep trusting Lionel here. Yeah, but, uh, while Alicent is like, no, nah, but actually get rid of him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, like, freaked out by this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can see, I think, that this is all kicking off. It's a huge deal, and this is her best chance at destabilizing Rhaenyra. This 100%. Because it's, I don't know, it must come up here, uh, if not later, um, or maybe it's in just one of the backroom chats of, like, if this all comes out, then... Harry's getting executed. Right. Rhaenyra's getting, you know, exiled. The kids are getting killed. Like, if this is proven in, like, a court of law or whatever, or in, you know, in the court of the king, then um, this is the end for them. So, yeah. It's a huge deal. And she is uh, clearly, like, nervous and upset about kind of having to act on this, but is certainly not letting that stop her because she goes to uh, the craziest guy in the world currently. (laughs) (laughs) and tells him just like, oh, man, I had the hardest day. Fucking so annoying that all this happened Mm -hmm. and here comes Thingo trying to quit and I reckon her kids are, you know, actually your brother's kids, which is crazy because they're your nephews. So weird. Anyway, I guess that's all there is to talk about and we'll just eat a pie and just (laughs) hang out and think about these things, I suppose. Just ruminate. Nice to have a sounding board. Yeah, yeah. Did you say uh, uh, in, 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 in <laughs> there, I know there's a word for set fire that rhymes with ruminate. You better edit um, it so it seems like this came out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm thinking of fumigate, which doesn't really count. Or illuminate. Illuminate. 
in 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 Fuegate. I don't Inflate gate. <laughs> Whatever it is, she certainly doesn't tell this guy to, hey, go get three crooks, cut out their tongues and send them to burn down uh, the house that my the father and, yeah. or that your father and brother are living in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and make a crack squad of of tongueless guys with little badges. Yeah. What was the little badge? I, I just was like, oh, they're in a squad. There was a bee on his walking stick. And the okay, same B was badge. was the brooches, but if okay. I was getting secret spies to do an assassination, I'd not wear them. Wear make them wear my fucking badge. Yeah, get get rid of the evidence. I'm they pretty sure. Even, I like hitmen. They don't carry ID. <laughs> cutting out their tongues and then writing a note saying, "By the way, this was me." Uh, Lemony Strong. What's his fucking name? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, La- L- Laris. Laris. That's Laris. If my ability yeah. to recall words doesn't come back to me, <laughs> I'm going to absolutely... Um, um, anyway. Inflagrate. <laughs> so, yeah, he... She's like, oh, why is nobody taking my side? And then he's like, okay, mm. I'll get together a giant human crocodile, Harley Quinn, and yep. uh, <laughs> Will Smith, I think, in the first one. Mm-hmm. And we'll... Send them off to fucking kill my own father and brother. Yeah. It's an yeah. absurd move. <laughs> it's very it's very theatrical. It's very evil. You know, like it, it's it this guy this guy Laris, he's yeah. not my kind of guy. But he's like a, a parody of an evil guy. He's really twirling his mustache here. I'm not certain I even quite understand how this plan benefits him. Because he's he's friends with Alicent. Right. That's clear. Yep. yep. Uh, good for him. They've made friends sure. in the garden years ago, and now they're chatting around. Yep. Alicent has mentioned that Otto Hightower being back here would mean that someone would have her back in the court. Yes. But unless they fucking hate Laris and we haven't gotten that scene... Mm-hmm. I'd have thought having your father and brother, who in the dinner that we saw them at in the last episode, seemed to all get along. Yeah. Having them be alive would surely mean you had more allies than if you murdered them. I guess. I don't know if his thing is like, well, if they die, I have to become the Lord of Harrenhal and I get more power. He Surely he knows he's not going to become the Hand. Like, he's not close with Varys at all. No, what I mean, he Viserys, says. Sorry, that's the thing. Well, he's not close with Viserys, and he's not close with Alicent's son, who's the next king either that that we've right. seen. So, right. I mean, Alicent being the queen mother when uh, when Aegon comes to the throne, I guess, is mm-hmm. a helpful ally to have. But also, sure. you're fucking having a big pie together. You're not not allies right now. Like, how much more allies do you need to? Absolutely. Yeah, if Aegon does take the throne, you could just ask to become the Hand. <laughs> Unless this you know? is just a move to show her that he's fucking crazy, which it seems like it is, because at the end, right. he's, you know, again, mustache twirling villain, sniffing flowers and telling her, like, I'm yeah. sure that you'll do the right thing and reward me, or I'll yep. in fuego your ass. <laughs> I'm sure there's a word that rhymes better than that, but I'll say it for now. Yeah. It's it just bizarre. Yeah, it was very strange. But so uh, we don't see Lionel die, right? We see uh, we see Harry get crushed by by stuff. We um, see Harry. D- Harry's definitely dead from it. 
Yeah. And I guess I, I guess Lionel's the, trapped, right? He's the trapped fact in his that bedroom. they're sending for Otto at the end yeah, to yeah. become the hand again as well does suggest that Lionel's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also there's like 50 burned bodies and they drag a lot of them out. Like I think Lionel and Harry are both dead. Everyone's dead. I didn't I missed the thing where they brought Otto back. I just thought it was like what she wanted, but um, I guess I was like reading something about the show on my phone at the very end. It's yeah, it's like just something that um, one of them says. Like I guess we should send for Otto Hightower. Hey, right? Because right, I thought right. during this uh, conversation that maybe uh, Otto was dead by now or something. But yeah, the line he says right. is uh, the Queen makes a wish. What servant of the realm would not strive to fulfill it? Is one of the things. This is uh, like there's mm-hmm. a couple more scenes in between. And then he says, I assume you will write to your father now. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but she yeah, seems fucking... freaked out by him murdering yeah. his uh, father. Exactly. And this does, this didn't play well with her at all. She's horrified by it. It's like, and I think it points to, you know, her feelings about this whole conflict in general. Like, we've seen that she, yeah, you're right. Like, she's been nervous about all of this coming to her head but it is going to and people are going to have to die like that is that is part of this um you know uh, placing these two families or these two branches of the family mm. at odds which is you know what she's driving people are going to have to die for for her to win yeah just two of the most random people to have to die right now <laughs> cuz also killing Rhaenyra's baby daddy Seems yes. like something that might make her a harder opponent to deal with. <laughs> to yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It also, like, if there were going to be accusations made, now one of the key suspects is dead. Right, exactly. You, you've so, only got one person who could be like, nah, he wasn't the dad, and also he's yeah. dead, so go prove right. it. Yeah, it's a stupid move by everyone. Yeah, Including Maris, because, like, what is the, what is the point for him? <laughs> I also don't get, as well, not to be utterly confused by all of the ending of this, but here's yeah. another scene that completely threw me for a loop. Uh, so Lena is giving birth to this third baby, is in a similar situation to in the oh, first yeah, episode fuck. where the baby yeah. won't come out and the guy's like, I can use the blade thing, but it'll kill the mother. She, yeah. I guess, overhears this, wanders outside and gets her dragon to burn her alive. Yeah, and the baby. Yeah, and the, and baby. the baby. Why'd that happen? Yeah, why didn't like if you were you know um, uh, resigned to, to to dying either way? Why not let the baby get born and survive? Yeah, I, I guess weird because she, she does mention earlier in the episode like I don't want to die like an old lady in a castle. I want to die like a dragon rider's death in my home. Fair enough. That's not what happened to you. <laughs> No, that's all, yeah. It came out of nowhere for me. Uh, I I understand that, like, hey, if she's not happy about having the baby here, she doesn't want to die in childbirth, maybe whatever, but, like, it happened. It all happened a bit quickly. Yeah. I almost was like, oh, is that going to be that, like, Targaryen thing where because the baby's half Targaryen, it'll survive? No. (laughs) I don't believe that's what happened. Nah. No, because I'm pretty sure they show her burned up as a little skeleton later yep, on. Yep, yep. So that's God, not good. This fucking show loves a skeleton. Oh, a burnt one especially. You know what? I guess so do I if I've ever been in love with a human being. Sure. Means I love a skeleton. And you love a burnt skeleton if it's like a fried chicken. 
So oh, I'm rethinking whether I love that now. That's the best argument I've ever had for ver- vegetarianism. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Speaking of um, vegetarianism, I believe that's the name of Rhaenyra's son here. I can't remember what they are. They've all got some V's and stuff in them, though. But they're all saying yep. goodbye to uh, Harry, who's mm-hmm. on his way off to Harren Hall. And uh, the the oldest son here goes like, by the way, that's my fucking dad, right? Yeah. And she's uh, like, you're a Targaryen. That's all that matters. But yeah. yes, you are a bastard. Yeah. A, a pretty good way of saying yes without a yes. Mm. But uh, yeah, he, the, the kid knows and they're out of here. They're gone. Yeah. Rhaenyra says the same sinking ship, storm, whatever thing back to Laenor and is like, let's go to fucking Dragonstone get away from this place that's eating us alive and at mm-hmm. least be a bit safe for a while. Yeah. Good yes, move. It's a retreat. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to retreat to attack. The only way that going back to your safe home would come back to haunt you is if somebody for a completely as yet un like non-understandable reason would burn your entire house to the ground <laughs> even though it was also their entire house. Yeah. I didn't realize uh. how much I didn't quite understand his motivations for that until we started talking <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah. But I really don't. So yeah, that's the ending of the episode as we see everyone kind of looking a bit mopey all after all this shit's gone down. The rat from the the departed shows back up. Oh yeah, fuck that rat's loving a little appearance this uh <laughs> in this show. That rat's one of the only cast members who'd stayed through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that Him one's and- been replaced too. Oh, true, true, but yeah, him and him and Patty, they're mates. Yeah, they're, they're hanging on together. And uh, yeah, we 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 see Lena's sad kids. We see uh, Dragonstone being returned to, and then uh, Laris gives his bizarre speech about blood being mixed into the mortar of this cursed place. It's like you know it wasn't a curse, right? You know you did it. <laughs> yeah, you did it. And then you, because you've said you want a reward for doing it. So yeah. <laughs> it's and pretty so clear. I, I guess you're threatening me. Is mm. you're saying if you if I don't reward you, you'll burn me down too? It kind of feels like that. Absolutely, it's that. He's uh, fucking this guy, crazy. This guy who no longer has any family left alive. I I assume that he probably didn't get along that well with his family, and that when they were sitting there at that dinner, it was whatever. Because, mm. but boy, they sure didn't tell us that in the show. Yeah, yeah. So. What a bizarre guy. It happened in the in-between bit. He got everyone got more of something. Yes. Like Damon got more sad. This guy got more crazy. And they Rhaenyra kind of got more stubborn and Allison got more evil. They went in directions that it didn't seem like they were going to. Yes. So I think that's yeah. the feeling that like I'm I don't not believe it. I just sure. feel like I've missed something after this jump. And yeah. Sort of in a fun fill-in-the-blanks way, but also sort of in a... I wish there'd have been one other episode in the midpoint of this where we could have seen Damon lose his mojo for whatever reason, Rhaenyra lose her mojo for for probably the reason of having three kids to think about now, but also her hooking up with Harry might have been nice to see the beginnings of. Uh, Alicent has kind of, I guess, kept going down the same track that she put herself on by the end of the last episode, so that's not Mm. as confusing and then yeah laris is um i guess just crazier than i thought yeah i think so i think so 
But yeah, I would. I, I agree. Chucking in or starting this at ep- like giving us twenty minutes in this episode at the start of checking in and then jumping forward, like checking in in, in the in between, like five years mm. or something. But um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe it will be, or maybe it will be become clear through conversations right. and and action and and stuff that happens in the next four episodes. Um, but then also like Harry's dead. So right. yeah, I feel like there's a, a few a few things that we just probably won't ever get expanded upon. Possibly, yeah. It's hard to tell which of those are mysteries and which ones are thick because I don't think they're going to go mm. into how Damon and Lena ended up hooking up that much because you can kind of understand that, like, all right, that politically makes sense. Whatever, I guess they talked. Yeah. He yeah. knows the family from when they were at war together. So yep. sure, but right, yeah. It just uh, it 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 certainly took. It's a bit more of a shake-up than I guess I was even expecting, knowing that they mm. changed the actors and stuff. But uh, I'm not, mm. I've not lost momentum personally, I suppose. Yeah, still. I think I. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm enjoying it more now, reflecting on it. But I was a bit, I found it a little bit dull. Um, but it also does set up a bunch of weird stuff that's going to happen uh, from this point on. So you know, obviously. I'm still extremely excited to see the next episode. Yeah, I think that the next few episodes as well will be the thing that either gives context to the missing pieces. I'm sure that this is the sort of one where if you're watching them back to back after they've released, Mm. wouldn't wouldn't seem as much, uh, maybe as jarring when it gets pieced together with future episodes, potentially. But we have no idea, obviously, because those are in the future. And I can't predict (laughs) the future. Otherwise, I'd be doing something else for money. All Predicting I know, the future if, probably just lottery tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd I'll, be a I bus can, driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can predict one thing: we'll be back next week. It's not a certainty, but we're gonna try. It's, but on the balance of probability, we'll be back next week. I'll accept I hope you that. will too, everyone listening at home. Thank you for your emails. Please do keep sending them in at ariatalkingtomepod at gmail.com. Jump on Instagram, Aria Talking to Me. And, uh, yeah, share the posts around, leave a little comment. All that stuff helps more people see this podcast. And, uh, <laughs> hey, just chuck the podcast on while someone's in a room with you and it might start to make them laugh and they'll get sucked in and have to subscribe. That's also one of the many ways that you can market the show for us. Drop tapes out of a Zeppelin. Oh, uh, yes. that That would be like the steampunk way of doing it. Mm-hmm. I assume that tapes kind of count as steampunk now. They're old enough that it wouldn't look yeah. weird to be in like a goblin with a monocle's hand. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Or just, you know, make flies. Whatever whatever you want to do. Um, but uh, we do appreciate you listening and we'll join you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.